Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Friend, I am so excited to bring this episode to life for you because these are the critical skills, the business skills that I believe that you need to have, especially during a bear market. We are in a bear market right now, meaning that the market is going down and we have been in a bull market, meaning a rising and increasing market for almost the last 12 years since the end of the Great Recession that was caused by the financial crisis back in 2008. So it's been a while since we've actually needed to use some of these critical skills or really think about what is going to help us to get through. So I've identified five, although, I mean, sky's the limit really, but I want to keep it simple. I've identified five critical business skills that I believe are going to help any business owner, especially right now as we're facing tougher times. And I'm going to break it down for you in today's episode. So let's go through and keep this short and sweet. So number one, surprise, surprise, is learn to sell. And I'm going to break down a little bit more. Right now, I'm just going to go through all five first. So number one, learn to sell. Number two, communication. Number three, decision-making. Number four, building relationships. And number five, knowing your numbers. So why have I picked these five? Well, because in case you hadn't um, been able to tell, these are all things that are going to allow you to step into your CEO role. And more importantly, they are going to be the things that will allow you to build the longevity into your business. So this is not just about what you need to do immediately to be able to inject cash into your business and to make sure that you are going to stay afloat in the short term. Because let's face it, in a bear market, things are going bad, like they're going down. And so with a market decline, it's really important that you understand the things that are going to help you to keep afloat and to make it through. But then also when the time comes for opportunities that you are positioned in a way that's going to allow you to take off and skyrocket. Now, my background in corporate, I was always known as the fixer, meaning I had to go into the corporate locations that I would go and lead and manage and clean it up, uh, fix all the stuff that was going kind of wrong and make sure that they had a solid foundation so that all the things that I was doing would plant the seeds for a better future and a better tomorrow. And it always worked. It's one of the reasons why that my reputation was built on it. And that's why I was always constantly being asked to go in and fix these other locations so that they could become top performers. That's what I was known for. And so when I look back and I see what are the things that actually helped those locations, my teams, myself, be able to make it through the tougher times, these are the five core elements. So let's break it down with what I believe to be the most important and why you're here on this podcast, my friend, which is learn to sell. Now, I know you're probably rolling your eyes at me because you're thinking, oh God, 
I'm here, aren't I? Now, I get it. I hear you because I was there too, right? I am the reluctant salesperson. I know what it feels like when it's uncomfortable and it's sleazy and it still feels very heavy to have to push and promote and to sell. But now more than ever, my friend, um, it is required because in the last decade, you didn't really need to know how to sell. When times are good, when markets are flush, when people have money, when they have certainty about their job, people are less discerning. They don't really pay as close attention to what they buy, where they spend their hard-earned cash. Yes, they are still going to ask the questions. But right now, I'm going to tell you, especially if you listen to the episode where I shared the five minutes to figure out what the problem was to my friend's $200,000 proposal that went awry, People are redlining, meaning they are crossing stuff out because they are scrutinizing the things that they are spending their money on and where they're being asked to spend that money. And during downturns, like we are facing right now, the market is more thoughtful about their purchases and their spending. Generally speaking, people are going to take a little bit more time. They're going to ask more questions, which means that your role as the trusted advisor, the consultant, the guy, the expert in your sales process is even more critical. You need to step it up. Your game needs to be up here. Now, you could be the difference between your client saying yes and no. Can you imagine? It could be you, like what you say, how you say it, how you make them feel, the questions that you're asking, your entire end-to-end client experience and your sales process. It could be the difference between people saying yes and no. And when you think about the opportunities that might be coming across your table right now, then they may be shrinking. They may be going down, at least just for the time being. And if you're in a booming industry, awesome. Don't get lazy. Still do the work, still apply the skills. Because if you heard about my friend who had gotten comfortable and he wasn't applying the sales skills that he actually knew and that he had, he realized that if he had just done what he's always done when he was needing to be scrappy and really focusing on the client experience during the sales process, he would have done it a different way. He would have gotten those commitments right before he ends the conversation and the call. So when we get lazy, when we get complacent, when we get comfortable, we, you and me, we leave relationships hanging in the balance and hundreds, thousands, or even tens of thousands of dollars of opportunity left on the table. And I'm going to ask you right now, can you afford to do that? Can you afford to leave those opportunities as missteps right now? If you think about the opportunity to continue growing your business and the fact that there may be fewer individuals who are qualified to work with you or wanting to work with you, doesn't it make it even more critical that the leads and the prospects and the opportunities that you are having to have conversations are even more meaningful, that you know exactly what you need to do during them? Because if you have the same 10 calls booked on your calendar, but you don't know if you're going to get another 10 calls booked as quickly, wouldn't you want more of those 10 being able to convert to paying clients? Meaning that in the past, maybe you were okay with having two of those turning into paying clients, like two out of 10. So an average conversion rate of 20%. But moving forward, if I could get you to increase that to 40%, 50%, even 60 or 80%. So 
anywhere from four to eight of those people suddenly are saying yes, instead of your standard two, you don't have to do any extra work. In fact, you're going to do the same, if not less, but you're going to get better results. And that's what learning the skill of sales will enable you to do. And that means that right now it will give you more certainty. It will give you more control. It will give you more freedom of knowing exactly how you're going to make ends meet, pay your bills, pay off your team, be able to keep your doors open, whatever it is that you need to do as a business owner, it all relies on your ability to bring money in and to help more people. So now is the time to learn how to do this. So this is an investment in yourself. It's an investment of your time, your effort, your energy, your focus, your attention. But I'm going to tell you, if you actually do this, whether it's through me or somebody else, it's going to pay off in dividends. It's done this for me through my decades of not only doing it personally, but also teaching others how to do this. Because in corporate, when things got bad, when things got slow, we would skill build. Now, here's what I want you to hear. Working for an organization that had 80,000 corporate global employees, when things got slow, we doubled down on education. We doubled down on investing in ourselves. We doubled down on skill build. And the number one thing that we always focused on was sales. And I'm, I'm telling you this as somebody who did this for a living, we constantly were improving the skill of sales. We would uh, role play and skill build and challenge ourselves to do things differently and approach things differently or be able to encourage our uh, teams to be able to practice these skills that they didn't always have the opportunity to practice. Because when you're busy, you get lazy, you get complacent, you get comfortable, you get into a groove of doing things one way without ever questioning if there's a better way to get better results with less effort and less time over the long term. So when you're able to really think about what it is that you're missing in your skill sales skills, because there's going to be a lot of different pieces, I want you to identify and then prioritize them. Uh, what pieces are the most important for you? You may decide that it's all important. Okay, then you're going to need to find some help and support that will get you with all of the different pieces and help you to prioritize and, and plan out your plan of attack. But at the end of the day, learning this one skill, I'm going to get, and I don't make a lot of guarantees, but I'm going to guarantee you that if you actually do this, if you invest in yourself to learn this skill, go back and listen to all of the podcast episodes again, go and invest in a, a mentor, whether that's me or someone else, it's going to give you the ultimate control over how you make money. When you make money, wouldn't that be amazing? It gives you that freedom of knowing that if you have 10 calls booked, that at least two, but what if it could be four, six, or eight will turn into paying clients? That is what learning this skill will do for you. Okay. And that's why I've listed it as number one, because as you can tell, I am super, super passionate about it. Number two, communication. Now, if you've heard me ever say, because uh, I, I can't recall if I've ever said this on one of the podcast episodes, but if you follow me across social media, I say this all the time. Sales is all about communication. It's why we focus on the quality of the questions that you ask. The quality of the questions will determine the quality of the answers, and that determines the quality of the people that you're talking to and whether or not they're going to be able to say yes or no. So 
regardless of whether or not um, you are trying to really sell anything in your business, what I want you to understand is that when you are able to communicate your needs, your wants, your desires in all facets of your life, everything improves. Because I want you to think about right now, when was the last time that you had a communication gap? Like you said something, the other person didn't hear it the way that you meant it. There was a, it was just a breakdown. And you're thinking like, what in the world just happened? If you can improve the way that you communicate with others, it means less friction. It means less stress. It means that you are going to be able to move forward faster with less bumps and bruises along the way. Whether this is in your personal life, with your kids, with your spouse, with your partner, your business partner, this is also for your business, your team, yourself, your clients. Because it's only so good to get a client uh, if you actually are able to move forward in a seamless, smooth way. So I've said before that not all money is good money. If you have a client and somewhere along the line, you have realized that there has been multiple errors in terms of how you're communicating, sometimes it's you, sometimes it's them, and sometimes it's a combination of you two together. But if you can improve your communication skills, it can increase your retention rates, it can increase your client experience, it can increase your job satisfaction as an employee of your own company so that you feel better about the things that you are actually talking about and delivering and being able to serve the people that you want to serve. I can't even underestimate enough how important it is for you to really take a look at How well are you communicating? Are you making assumptions? Are you laying clear expectations? And how are you actually delivering this in a way that it's easy for people to understand? Now is a great time to be able to survey your audience and find out how do you want information to be shared with you? Do you like podcasts? Do you like video? Do you like audio? Do you want more emails? Do you follow me on social media? Where is it that you need to increase your communication efforts or improve them so that you can better serve the people that you are here to help? So that's number two. Number three, decision-making. Now, as business owners, you are being served with millions and millions and millions of decisions all the time. I know that. In fact, Steve Jobs knew this because... (laughs) One of the reasons why he wore the same thing day in and day out, like black turtleneck and jeans, was to remove decision fatigue because we are having to face so many decisions constantly that if you can set routines, structure, frameworks, systems, or like Steve Jobs did, wear the same thing every day, it removes the opportunity for your brain to get tired with having to decide certain things that are non-essential. So if you are able to make decisions faster and better, you save a whole heck of a lot of time and effort and energy and headache because you are overthinking. And I know that this may be an area that is a, a bit more nebulous. And I'm throwing this in here because at the end of the day, Your role, again, as the business owner, when you're working with your clients, is to help them make decisions. 
That's what the whole sales process is. It's about making a decision. Even when you are working with clients, for them to be able to actually do the work with you, they have to decide that they want to do this. Decision-making is the base for all changes, for behaviors to take place and habits to form. Without it, nothing really happens in the world. And so the more that you're going to be able to think about how do you like to make decisions? What are the ways that you can support your ability to make decisions in a critical way? How are you coping with maybe the stress of dealing with market downturns and seeing that the economy is starting to dip? Where can you standardize and systematize and remove that decision fatigue from your own business and from your own life to be able to give yourself the space and the margin to be able to focus on the key areas of priority for you? Um, that is what I want you to really think about as you think about this critical skill around decision-making, because I think sometimes we underestimate the power that it holds, the magnitude that it provides when we are able to give ourselves the space and the breadth and the depth to be able to make decisions properly for us. I'm not here to tell you exactly how you need to make a decision, but I hope by sharing some of the context in which you are making decisions and even bringing up Steve Jobs, you're thinking about areas where you could decrease the amount of decisions that you need to make. Do you need to review every single piece of copy? Do you need to um, redline or checkmark every single project that your team is working on? Can you delegate some of these things to somebody else who is trustworthy enough and understands the protocols that you've put in place uh, for your business to be able to take that on? Can you stop having to wear different things every day, <laughs> right? Even something as basic as that. Is it the fact that you need to just eat the same breakfast every day or you have the same morning routine or that you have your schedule already blocked off and that your executive assistant or your personal assistant or even your VA has gone ahead and taken care of that so that you can focus your time and energy on the most critical decision-making opportunities for you, including guiding your clients through making their own decisions, because that is really an important high-level function that you provide as the expert in your business. Number four, building relationships. Now, this is a critical skill, no matter what is happening in the economy. Actually, all of these are, but especially when times are... Um, when times are tough, when things are getting squeezed a little bit more. I know that the natural tendency is to withdraw or pull back. And I'm going to encourage you in this, in this particular uh, area for building relationships that now is the time to keep pouring in because there is the thing called relationship currency. And if you didn't listen to that episode, go back and listen to that one because relationships are the equivalent of, of money especially right now. And there will come a time where you need to pull out of that bank, pull out of that bank. And maybe when times have been good, you've just simply been too busy to pour into these relationships. So what does this actually look like as an activity? Because I think sometimes for this particular one, you may need a little bit more uh, either strategy or a tactic. So with this one here, what I would encourage you to do is take a look at creating a dream 20 or even a dream 100 list, like the people that you want to make sure that you are fostering relationships with. These are potential partners, but they are also clients, current, past, or potential clients, the people that you want to make sure that you remain on their radar about. And 
identify. So once you've done this brain dump and you have listed off um, tw- at least 20, but really keep going until you hit about 100, this can take you a few days. It's okay. Take your time. You don't need to rush. I'm not checking up on you. <laughs> it's totally okay. But what I want you to do is have a really good, robust list because then what you're going to do is every single day or every single week, if it feels like weekly is too much or daily is too much, you're going to pick five names, five names. So that's one a day or five a day, which is 25. And you're going to just rotate those through. And now when you get to the end of your list, you're going to keep adding more names. So as you build out this dream 20 or 100, ideally you get to 100 first before you start this activity and you can see how quickly it will escalate and snowball because as you meet more people, as you make those connections and as you identify that, hey, I want to build a relationship with this person, you are now going to build this in as a habit. You do not need to make the decision because that has already been done. Now you have a pattern and an activity that you are going to have solid on your calendar. So what does that actual activity look like? That part I'm going to leave up to you, my friend. But I want you to think about ways that you can reach out and add value and connect with the people that you have just identified that you want to continue to build relationships with because as you pour into them, you're going to be able to pour back out or you know, take out from that bank, so to speak, when you need it the most. Now, if you need it right now, go back and look at some of the relationships that you have already built in the past and ask them, ask them for what it is that you need. Do you need a joint webinar? Do you need a partnership? Do you need a collaboration? Do you need a client to send you a referral? Don't be afraid once you have built that relationship to go back and ask how you can serve, but also what you might need in return. Number five, our last skill, critical through all times, but especially right now, is to know your numbers. And this goes across the board. This is both from a finance perspective as well as from a sales perspective, your expenses, your conversions, like everything. I want you to go through a fine tooth comb because hopefully you have a little bit more space and bandwidth to do to. to to do so, (laughs) but also it allows you to understand how you're going to be able to make those decisions because better decisions happen with data, information. And so at the end of the day, because we've said, you know, critical skill um, is decision-making. And if you're going blind because you do not have information and you're simply ignoring your numbers, You need to go and look at the numbers. You need to sit down with your bookkeeper, with your accountant, with yourself, and to be able to take a look at what are you tracking? What are you currently missing in your business? At the very bare minimum, I want you to look at how many clients do you have? How many leads do you have? That's your potential clients. How many calls do you get booked every single month? And how many of those are turning into paying customers? What is the income level that you are seeing every single week, every single day, every single month? And is that enough for you to be able to sustain your business? And if so, this is a a virtuous circle. And once you have that information, it will allow you to go, do I, what do I need to do in terms of my sales skills? What do I need to do in terms of the decisions that I need to make? What do I need to do to communicate with my team, with myself, with my um, 
the people that are are serving me or even my clients? What do I need to do that will allow me to leverage some of these other critical skills that I am focusing some time and attention on right now while things are a little bit more challenging, a little bit leaner, and it's going to last a little bit longer. So I hope this was helpful for you today to go into a little bit more detail. The five critical business skills that I believe you need to double down on, invest in, spend some time on while we were going through a bear market, while we were going through a shift and a downturn in the economy and in the marketplace. And for those that are um, experiencing an unexpected upswing or an expected upswing because your business was built for times like this, awesome. I don't want you to lose your eye on the prize or take your foot off the gas pedal, but I will encourage you to not get complacent and not to lose sight of these critical business skills. Because imagine if you were to implement this on top of all of the good stuff that's going on and how much further you could escalate your results. That's what I want for you, friend. So if you need more help and attention, especially around the learning sales, the step-by-step process that will allow you to convert more of your potential clients into paying customers. I'm going to invite you to get on the wait list for my sales program, Sell With More Ease. And you can grab the link in the show notes below at susanmcveigh.com forward slash S-W-M-E wait list. I can't wait to see you on the other side and we will see you over in the next episode. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. Go ahead and hit subscribe and leave us a review in case you haven't had an opportunity to do that. It allows us to help so many more people if you are able to share and let us know how we're doing in your neck of the woods. And if you haven't already joined my waitlist for Sales Mastery Society, my exclusive community where I share way more information like you've been enjoying here on this podcast. What are you waiting for? The doors are going to be opening up soon and I am super excited to be celebrating your success next. You could be just like some of my clients inside of the community where we have been celebrating brand new clients, $195,000 in sales in two days, being able to exceed incomes left behind with Uh, jobs from being a professor and all other kinds of wins that have been so, so amazing to be able to celebrate. Grab your seat. The link is below and we will see you on the other side. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.